What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Bonds, here with Sully and Jones. And we are coming off of week 16 in the NFL, which means it's the last week of the season coming up. A lot of teams rest in players, so these spreads that we're going to go through later in the show are going to be fucked. But that doesn't matter because we've got a lot to talk about still in the NFL, despite it being week 17. A lot of playoff implications coming up this week. A lot of teams win. They're in. A lot of teams hoping some other teams lose. But let's get right into it. Um, Let's start in the NFC. So a team that needs to win and they're in, they control their destiny, the Chicago Bears, winners of um, three in a row. So they win, they're in. If Arizona loses, they're also in um, based off of the uh, win percentage in common games. Uh, they've scored 30 points in three straight games. That offense is ticking. They're actually looking kind of scary. The defense is playing great. The offense is playing great. Looks like Mitch Trubisky might have figured it out. I don't know that I would want to play the Bears right now. Yeah, I mean, th- no one's talking about it either. I like. I, I happen to like catch the Bears game and like see you know the position they were, and I was like, wait. What? Like I had the bears dead in the water, like in my mind, like a month ago, you know, I, and I hadn't thought about the bears as a playoff team in, in so long. Um, so, I mean, kudos to them and especially Mitch for doing what he can to save his career. I mean, technically he's in a contract year they didn't pick up his contract. So he's a free agent, uh, regardless if he comes back to Chicago or not, he's going to have to negotiate a new deal. So, um, I'll be interesting. Uh, but you know, I, I, I was just surprised at just seeing them in that position. You know, I yeah. just thought of them as, as out for so long. It's just playing fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's I incredible. Mean, he's, I mean, I, I kind of buy it too. I, I hate to say I buy Mitch Trubisky right now, but, um, you know, his season numbers are very good. I mean, he's got a 95 passer rating. Um, you got to think Nagy, he's gotten a lot of flack. I don't think he's necessarily an awful coach. People like to overreact, but he gave up the play calling, um, maybe four or five weeks ago. And, um, I forgot who's the offensive coordinator, but the offensive coordinator has been calling the plays. Nagy's been the head coach and the offense, the offensive coordinator is, is allowing Mitch to use his best asset, which is his legs. He's a great athlete. Um, you know, he's not the most accurate pocket passer, but he can really, he can, you know, get him on bootlegs and where he has the option to run where he's, he's really fast. Uh, he's like, got like, he's like a Josh Allen type athlete, very deceiving, um, both in size and speed. So, and now you're, you're getting him, um, you know, on the move and where, where he can really use his athleticism and, and he's, and he's good at throwing on the run. So he kind of did that towards the end of last year. Um, but now he's winning. He's not turning it over. Most importantly, um, ever since that one Packers game where um, he's been great, um, I think if he wins this game, he's pretty much the Bears quarterback for next year and likely the future. Um, at minimum one more year, even if he keeps it close um, within, you know, Packers are playing for home field. They're going to be playing this game hard. The full, they need to win this game. If not, the saints would likely get it. If they win, if they lost, then the Se- Seahawks could get it. So, um, this isn't a pushover game. 
if he has them within a score and he plays well, you know, he's going to be brought back for a year at least. And it's hard, hard to blame him. I mean, um, I know people just throw up at the, you know, Mitch Trubisky, you know, the thought of it, but, um, you know, clearly he learned a lot like, you know, he definitely learned a lot and, you know, took a step back. And I mean, I was a believer that, um, Foles was way better than Mitch and God was I wrong. Nick Foles was one of the worst quarterbacks I've seen in my life this year. I mean, that offensive line didn't do him any favors. No, but, but they were both pretty bad. But like, you look at how Mitch was in the beginning of the year was even better than Foles. And now this Mitch is even better than like, he was just so bad. Like Nick Foles is just a bad quarterback. I was going to say, can we just like call Nick Foles what he is? He's a he's a bad quarterback that had two really impressive stretches in his like 10 year career The system for whatever it was the system. And I still believe regardless of how Wentz was this year, I still believe the Eagles should have traded Wentz at his highest value, gotten a first rounder for him and stick stuck with Foles. I, I still think Foles could be good in the Eagles system because he's been nothing but amazing. Yeah, I mean, and that's I mean, even if he's not amazing, that's true just because of what what uh, Wentz has become. I mean, now you you you're not getting a third or a fourth rounder for Wentz. You know, you're probably not getting a seventh rounder for Wentz with that contract, given what he's going to potentially give you. You know, so what the the miss, even if you don't love Foles or even if you hate Foles or you don't see him as long term anything, you missed out on a first round pick. Now you don't get anything for Wentz. Well, let's yeah, talk I mean, about the end the- let's uh, let's talk about Wentz because if you're Philly, do you you're trying to ruin someone's playoff hopes? No one needs to go out there and impress more than Carson Wentz does if he wants a job. If you're Doug Peterson, do you say this game doesn't matter for us? Do I throw Carson Wentz out there against um? Uh, over they playing Washington. Do I throw them out there against Washington and then just see what this guy can do? Maybe he ruins Washington's playoff hopes because if Washington loses, throw Wentz out there. Yeah, no one. I wouldn't want to no, play no, Wentz no. right now. I wouldn't want to do I it. I don't. I. I, I, just I mean, don't. they lost to them week one. So I think if like, anything, like, you got to see more of Hertz. I mean, Hertz has been fantastic, and he kind of struggled a little bit last week. I think I want to see more of Hertz. If anything. I'm confident this is kind of a hot take, but I'm confident Carson Wentz is a good quarterback and he's going to have success again in the right system. Um, You look at Wentz's career other than his rookie year, rookie year, you kind of throw out the window. He's been great his whole career. Three years, he's been very good and he's had one down year. And now everyone says he's the worst quarterback you've ever seen and Hertz plays well and it makes him look bad. But I've said this. You have an awful offensive line and not great weapons. You need the mobile quarterback. Hertz fits better for that system. How like Pollard is better with with the Cowboys because they have a disheveled line. You got the guy with wiggle. He's not better than Elliott. Elliott's better with the with the with the, you know, the normal line where he's a downhill runner. It's about fits right now. And Hertz is the better fit fit right now. I'm not saying Wentz is a top five or top ten quarterback, but we've seen. Um, I think it's a confidence issue. It's probably some technical things that he needs to work on. Um, I'm pretty confident Wentz is going to have success, likely, possibly, with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, You give him a good offensive line there. You give him good backs, tight ends, young up-and-coming receivers. Um, 
I think that's a really good landing spot where you'd have a where you'd have a lot of success. I mean, Philip Rivers was okay this year, but you know he's nothing to get excited about. He wouldn't be worse than Philip Rivers. So, um, and you know, Rivers is a free this. agent. What? Rivers is a free agent. I know. I don't. I don't anticipate. I mean, they could go the Jacob Eason route. They could. You know, who knows what they do? But all I know is. We do this so often, we overreact to quarterbacks having one bad year, whether it's Derek Carr in years past, whether it's Matt Ryan in years past, whether so often um, we overreact to one bad year. It's one bad year. The lead, Look at Wentz's three previous years. One was an MVP type year. One was like 27 touchdowns, seven picks. One was like 21 touchdowns, seven picks. Worst one was like 21 touchdowns, seven picks, like three to one ratio, like do we really think he just completely forgot how to play football? I know it kind of looked that way, but it's probably a confidence issue and a few things. He needs a new, he needs a new setting um, and the right opportunity and the right coach more importantly. And I think, I think he'll be able to get back on track. Don't overreact, but Philly done. He's done in Philly. Yeah. Um, but staying in the NFC East, so Washington, Dallas, and New York can all make the uh, playoffs. They all have a path there. Washington winning their in. Um, they are playing Philly like we just talked about. I believe that's the Sunday night game. Um, who knows what they're going to do for quarterback. Uh, but if they lose, then the winner of Dallas and the Giants gets in. What do you guys think is going to happen here? I think I think Washington's gonna lose. I think Washington's gonna lose uh, on I Sunday night. I think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys. I, I think so too. The Cowboys have looked very good the past you four weeks. You think the Cowboys get in? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, they've I certainly been playing better than the Giants. Not saying that you know it's it's Cowboys Giants. Anything can happen, but they certainly look way better coming in. No, they they definitely do. What's the spread on that game? It's Dallas minus three. I had to guess. Yeah, I was going to say three Yeah, or I four. would probably say the the Cowboys would win that game. But I don't think – I think the Redskins are going to get it done. Um, I, you know, I think it's – Hurts is such a sexy pick right now. You know, he's he's got like the Herbert allure. But it's not to say that he's going to win all these games. He, you know, they got crushed last week. Um, so – I think the Redskins front uh, front seven is going to give him some issues. I think Chase Young will be able to get after him a bit. Um, I mean, you look at this game, it's Hurts versus Alex Smith. Hurts has to win, right? Um, but Washington's favored by one and a half. Smith is coming back. They got rid of that cancer. Dwayne Haskins, that piece of trash. Uh, just trash all around. Person, player. Is, is, Smith, is Smith officially playing? Uh, they said he would play. Because, I mean, you got to at least consider that – what's his name? Start, I don't even remember they, his they, name. They said uh, he was going to play. Um, I don't know if it's it's official, but they said he was going to play um, because um, I think that that's what went went in with the, the Haskins decision of releasing him. Um, but, Does Haskins uh, get another job somewhere? That's, that's well, he just Well, he no. just cleared waivers. Yeah, I don't it, think you know, he does. To no one's surprised. Yeah, I mean, you know, who's going to take a chance? Uh, who's going to take a troubled quarterback now? I, I mean, you always fit. I, I have a fit for him. I think both people need each teams need each other. I think 
And they won't take him because he's not white. But I think the Denver Broncos should take give him a shot. Drew Locke is awful. He leads the league in interceptions. He's got the smoke show wife. He's got the swagger. Everyone likes Drew Locke, but he's not good at football. He's just not. We've seen a full year of him. More picks in, it, in touchdowns. We have film on. Plenty of weapons. Plenty of weapons. You're getting yeah. Sutton back. Um, you're going to get no better opportunity, solid backs, than in Denver. We know Elway likes these big, white, 6'5", 240 quarterbacks who can throw it a ton. Haskins has a strong arm. If he can get it together, if he can get his shit together, um, I so do you see this first million? How he spent it? He spent it all like garbage. He spent it all like cars, and he's an idiot. I mean, we know about the strippers thing. He seems like he doesn't have his head on straight. Uh, he seems immature. Now we know why the Giants, even though who knows what Daniel Jones' career will be. Regardless, they made the right choice over Haskins. Daniel Jones could be. Yeah, we know it's going to be better than Haskins. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, Daniel Jones at the least is competent and a class act and Haskins is, is neither. So, but Haskins does have tools. Um, he ha- he has this really strong arm. He, he had a couple good games. I mean, why not take a, take a low risk chance on Haskins with the weapons you have? He was a top supposed to be a top five pick out of Ohio state for a reason. Um, lock is in the answer. Um, Lock isn't the answer. So what are you going to do? You're going to spend another. Elway just can't pick quarterbacks. He he doesn't do it. He can't do it. Why not take a flyer on him for cheap? Yeah, I mean. Other than that, I don't know where else you go. go. I mean, Denver could go the, the Kyle Trask route. They could. They could. But then you're spending another high draft pick on a quarterback. But do they really have? They don't have that many weaknesses, right? I mean, they certainly don't need anything on offense. I don't know how. I mean, how's their O line? It can't be that great. It's decent. I know they've. I it's know they've decent. spent a lot of capital on it. Draft it's capital decent. on it. That's why. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Um, um, defense, sure is, they, you they know, need, pretty solid. Yeah. They so, don't have glaring I mean, you know, holes. No. But you know, you could always, you'd rather always rather not have to use your first on a quarterback. You know, unless it's. You know, you're just so bad and you don't have it. I mean, you could uh, do both. You could take Trask and you could, you know what I mean? You just need someone. Wait. Yeah. Speaking of drafting quarterbacks, Sully, what the fuck did the Jets do? Like, what What? What did the Jets do? What do you mean? Why are they? Why did they win two games? Oh, I mean, the first game, I was, I was rooting for us to win this last game, honestly, because... Against the Rams, the Ram- golf is just awful. Golf is terrible. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. They're just they play very inspired football under Gase for some reason. Um, we at the end of the years we play really well under him. We finished seven and two last year. Um, I obviously did not want us to win the Rams game. Um, no, I, I, I was kind of rooting for us to win because look, I knew the Bears were going to blow out the Jaguars. And the Jaguars have zero chance of beating the Colts. So after we won that game, I, I kind of moved on. I kind of yeah. moved on, to be honest. I mean, if we won this weekend and the Jaguars won, I would have been furious. But basically, when I saw the score, it was like, you know, 17, 20, 10. I'm like, Jets, just because the Jets aren't as bad as we think they are. And I know it's going to sound weird, but. When we have the line healthy, when we have – we don't even have Quentin Williams. We have Quentin Williams. You have Marcus May. When we have our trio of receivers, 
None, none are elite, but they're all very good as a trio. Perriman, Crowder, and um, Mims. It's a nice trio. Berrios is a very solid four. We've been Herndon is coming along. We have our um, we got you know the O line's playing much better. Donald looks great. We're like a five, six, seven win team probably if we were healthy. I think um, we're not. You know, we had Berrios as our number one for half the year. What do you mean? Obviously, we're going to be awful. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Berrios was start was our number one receiver. Um, so I just think it's it's just. Us getting healthy and catching up with our talent really isn't as bad as people thought. Kind of like the Dolphins from last year. Um, not as good, obviously, but, um, you know, the game, Rams game, I was furious. I was, you know, absolutely distraught. But I, I moved on. Um, I, I have the plan of action. If we don't go with this plan, I, I, I might have to switch teams. I don't know. We can't draft fields. We need a draft uh, Sewell, Sewell, whatever his name is. From Oregon, get that other tackle. He's a monster. He opted out this year from Oregon. Him and Dude, Beckham. he got he got Heisman Trophy votes last year. That's how good he is as a left tackle. He he's got legitimately Heisman like a candidate for the best player in the. He's like he could be the best player in the draft, including Lawrence. He's that good. Yeah, unarguably, if you're taking out Lawrence, he's unarguably the best player in the yeah. draft. I think it's a no-brainer at this point. For you to justify taking Justin Fields, I think if Fields or Donald, I don't like Fields. He doesn't perform well in any big game I've watched him. I know there's people that like him. Some like him more than Lawrence. I think they're idiots, but there's an argument for for Fields over Donald. I understand that. He needs to be so much better than Darnold that it's a slam dunk in order for you to take him because then you're tr- you're taking that at the second pick and then you're getting a second rounder for Darnold. So your return on investment is is already negative. If he's going to be comparable or a little better, it doesn't make sense. You keep Sam. Sam is showing you when he's protected, when he has receivers, he's more than competent. He's more than competent. He can be a top 20 quarterback, I think, for sure, if not better. Let's get him the other But tackle. maybe you're. What if you're? I mean, you. You. What if you look at it the same way you're looking at Hertz and the Eagles? Like, the Jets obviously aren't going to build an incredible line and and an incredible set of skill position players in one off season. Maybe well, Fields and his mobility. Line, I think we're going to get close to it. I mean, we're going to have the two two. We're going to have two of the best young tackles probably in the contemporary era going forward. It's in in Becton and 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 Sewell. I mean, like. I'm not saying they're going to be all famous, but back to the right tackle. What? Move back to the right tackle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, move more, move one of them. I'm sure if you have those two tackles, what it'll do for the run game, what it'll do for, what it'll do for pass protection. I mean, I mean, the Oregon kid is like his, his comp right now is a tonsil. Uh, like Becton absolutely had a fantastic year. He mauled people. We made the AFC championship game with Sanchez. What do we know it was about? We know it was the O-line. We knew it was, it was Mangold. It was Ferguson. It was those big boys up front. And it was the defense. It masked Sanchez. And I think I'm pretty sure Donald's better than Sanchez. And our defense isn't obviously, it's not all as good as it was there, of course. But if you build from the inside out, you build from that line, that's the way to do it. In my opinion, that's the way to do it. Get, get a, McGovern's a very solid uh, uh, center. Maybe sign a big guard, throw a lot of money at a big guard. 
Then you got your center, a really solid guard, and you got your two tackles. It could be a really good O line next year. And then, and then you have you have receivers like Will Fuller available, Allen Robinson. You have big name wide receivers available if you wanted to add potentially like, Chris Godwin. Potentially Chris Godwin as well. Uh, you're right. So the, if the you know maybe we let Paraman walk. Um, and we, we get, we get, um, Fuller as, as the flanker. We got Mims, the big bodied receiver. I don't really think we need Robinson because Mims and Robinson are kind of similar in nature. We need like a burner type, like a Fuller, then Crowder under, if we could have those three Fuller Crowder Mims, I would be thrilled running back. Doesn't matter. Let's be honest. Name, they're just names. They're just like, if you don't have an elite guy, like Ty Johnson looks like a star one week, you know, Frank Gore has been good. It, Running back is so replaceable, if you ask me. You need the line. You need the line, and that's that's what I want. I want to address the line. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even look at like guys like Saquon and Zeke. Like You take away their line, and I mean, they're still good, but they're not the most dominant running backs ever like we've expected them to be or have seen them be, you know, with better lines. No, there's, it's such a product of the line. It, it, it really is. Um Aside from a few elite talents, the Kamaras, the Cooks, um, and the pass catching, but like, look, Le'Veon Bell was so bad for the Jets. We had like Frank Gore better than him. We've had pretty much anyone better than him. Like you, you need the, the yeah, right guy. Mean, fists. Like I'm saying, outside the top like five, six, seven guys, like you know the the Saquon and Kamara, Zeke, like all those guys, Cook, um, even those guys, like they take your running game from good to great or average to good. Like they're not taking some shit running game to like the best in the league with, no. you know, a, an average O line. It's just the, the anyone behind those five or six guys is completely replaceable by anyone competent behind a good O line. Yeah, it, it, they really are. I mean, they say it, they say running back's the most replaceable position that, and you know, that's why they're not taking the first round for a reason. And they're short. Yeah, short. I mean, like you put a, you put behind a, a fire O line. Like, are you telling me Melvin Gordon is so much different than Philip Lindsay? If if the price difference is you know five million dollars a year, oh, like give me Lindsay. Yeah, give me give me Philip Lindsay. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's those guys that are the second tier guys that everyone thinks. We've is seen kinda enough about good, big but. contract running backs. I mean, Zeke will give him a pass this year. He's been very good most part, and Dak out. Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, all these guys falling on their face. Does yeah, free agent, free agent running backs never work out. Like big, big contract free agent running backs because you're already I getting I was, them. I was at, pumped when we got Bell. I was pumped, but I fell for it. I mean, well, he also just lost all of his talent suddenly, but. Yeah, I mean, he. Uh, listen, if you can't be a good running back in Andy Reid Chiefs offense, you're fucking shot. I can't believe he's been that bad. Yeah, that's pretty pretty terrible. Um, another team that needs to win moving to the AFC, the Browns win in there in. Um, I think if they lose, they also need the uh, Ravens to lose, and they will be in, I believe. But I know that if they win, they're in. Who? The Browns. If they win, they're in, and they're going to win because they're playing Mason Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, they should. They should win that game. Um, yeah, the Colts and Titans, 
If the Titans lose and the Colts win, the Colts are in. If the Titans win, uh, who they, do the Titans play? Titans are playing Texans. the. Yes, yeah, the Texans. They'll win that game. Yep. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of wins across the board for playoff teams. Yeah, Dolphins win and they're in. Um, That's the team to me that misses. I think the Bills play their starters, and I think they. I think because they're playing for the two seed. Which does, I mean, it does matter, and it doesn't. It's not a huge deal, but I don't. I don't think the division game. I, I think they're going to let Josh Allen play minimum a half, and I think they're going to beat the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, I think even a half of Josh Allen beats the Dolphins. Yeah, probably. Yeah, especially the way the Bills have been playing. Him and him and Diggs have been playing great. Uh, the running backs looks pretty good last night against yeah. the Patriots. And then I think they're all going to win. I think the Browns are going to win. I think the Colts are going to win. I think Ravens will win. I think all those teams are going to win. I think the Dolphins will lose. If all those teams win, all of them, the Colts are the odd team out. Yes. Yeah, because Tennessee holds the. Uh, so theoretically, they're in the worst spot, but they also play the Jaguars. And naturally, when you have five, six teams that are all like. Good chance to win. Someone's going to lose. Yeah. Look at this week with the Browns. I know. I mean, they didn't have any receivers, so they didn't really have any. There was no favors there, but um, I, I'll tell you. Baker impresses me this year. He's played great. He didn't play great this past week. He took it on the chin. He took it on the chin like a leader. He's really grown up. He said, no, he said, don't blame the receivers. He said, look at me. He goes, I fucked up. He goes, you blame me. He goes, this game is on me. I needed to win this game. I lost it. He's been great all year, and he plays bad without his receivers. I get it, but at least he took ownership of it. If this is the Baker from a year or two ago, he would have made excuses. He would have said, you know, look at our record. You know, he would have said something stupid. I know Dave's not a big Baker fan, but I really think he has grown up and matured. I know I've... I have a greater appreciation for him because he's grown up. Um, what do you think, Dave? Is Baker growing on you at all? Um, yeah, I mean, to an extent, uh, you know, definitely impressive what he's done this year. I definitely give him credit for that. Um, I still think he has some more maturing to do. Um, oh, sure. And I still, and I'm not, and I'm still not completely sold on him as like a. You know, what's this? Is he a top 10 quarterback in the NFL for the rest of his career? Like, no, I'm not sold on No, that. I don't think so and either. It, I think and he's it's in like, the 14 to 16 range. Yeah. Okay. So then how excited am I going to get? Great. We got like, you know, a Kirk Cousins with a bad attitude. Sweet. I'm really like, how pumped am I going to get about that? Great. You're not a, t- a bottom five worst QB in the league. Like, I think you went number one overall. Congratulations. You know, <laughs> but we also may not um, have been able to see his best yet. We don't. That's true. That's true. And that's why I'm saying like uh, great trending in the right direction, but I'm not ready to hand him any he cookies. Needs to or win this game. He needs to win this game. Yeah, this is a big prove it moment for him. Um, and he has a lot more to lose by Thank losing you. this game yeah. than he does to gain by winning this game because he, he should blow the Steelers out in this game with Mason Rudolph on the other side. He should. It's not an easy matchup for him, but with Rudolph, yeah, obviously. Exactly. I'm seven point favorites. If he the 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 Steelers should not put up ten points. They should yeah, be single digit. There's certain games like the Ravens game. He played fantastic and they lost. It wasn't on him. It was on the secondary. Of he course, put up like forty points. 
But like, you know, if they lost the game, let's say 35, 30, it would never happen. But they, yeah, then he has an excuse. But like you said, they're not going to put up more than 13 points, 10 points. Yeah. So no. yeah, he, um, he absolutely cannot lose on Sunday. Who do, who do we think wins the first playoff game? Their first wins the first playoff game for like in their careers, Baker or Lamar? Um, I'm going Lamar. Yeah, I would want to. He's got a better team around him, and another team I, I wouldn't want to play right now. That's another team I yeah, would I not want to play Lamar right now. How that team's playing right now? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. a better it's organization. A yeah, it's a better organization, like top to bottom. You know, the Ravens are a great organization. Are the they Ravens for real right now? They're playing awful teams and blowing them out. I like them better this year than I did last year. I think for real. Like, I mean, are you are you taking the Ravens over the Steelers in a, in a all healthy matchup? Yes, I think okay. I am. I think I don't I know if I am. I don't know if I am. So I think at I am. best, they're the they're the third or fourth best team. I mean, you're you not taking them really, over the Bills. You know what really saved their season to me? Benching Mark Ingram completely and going J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. They're both great. Dobbins is a, he's saved me the last half Dobbins, the season. There. Dobbins is a beast. He's athletic. He and Gus Edwards runs people over. Yeah. He, like Gus Edwards is no like he's like it's not even like Dobbins is a lot better like they're both neck and they're one A one B whatever you want to like Ingram you're your you know you're your veteran whatever leader I'm sure you're a good guy in the locker room but this run game is so much more explosive and physical with those two guys uh, they're it's a fun they're playing fun football right now Mark Andrews is back to his old self um, yeah I, I'd have to go Ravens as well. But it's all about matchups. We'll see who they who they get lined up, who they get matched up with. Yeah, yeah. No, and if the, and if and the Browns the, even make it. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. What is there two playoff like spots locked in? Like where they're going to be for sure right now? I, I just or think three, two on. I think there's two on each side. Oh, yeah, uh, it's the, the Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs and Bills, it's, and then the um, the Packers and Saints, right? No, the Bucks are locked into the five seed. I think. Okay. Okay. And then yeah, yeah and then they, the one seed yeah, is yeah. the Chiefs. Because the, the Bucks are, the Bucks are playing. The Bucks are locked in. If the Bucks are locked in, then that means the Saints are locked in too. No, because the Saints can move seeding. They can be the one, two, or three seed. Yeah, the Bucks are locked in to play the winner oh, of the okay. NFC East in the first round. So the Bucks are going oh, God, to the divisional really round. Hope. The Bucks are going to win I the first really game. Tom Brady's going to get a lot of credit. Yeah, really Actually, hope the Giants lose. To the Cowboys, you hope? I'm praying. Why? Because not only because because we're gonna get trounced in the first round of the playoffs. Why would I give? Wouldn't a it be a little cool to see them make the playoffs? Nah, I'm good. I'll take the I'll take the eighth pick over twenty because that's, that's what cool. happens when you you move you. It goes by if you make the if you win the division, you automatically go into another tier of draft. It's not by right. record like the you're NBA. Right. That's, that's so true. It's not I'm like not you're like the Redskins where the Redskins have like a, like you have a good defense. But the Redskins have more of like a, a potent defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if the, if the Redskins had the giants offense, I'd almost like think there was a puncher's chance for both of them. You know, yeah. if you gave the, 
but I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys. I'm always looking towards the future. Like I don't, I'm one of those guys. If you're not a contender, I want to be as bad as possible unless you're on your way to becoming a contender. And I yeah. don't, you know, and I don't, it, and that's harder. It's much basketball is the easiest way to see that because you know, you have your two or three guys that are young core and up and coming, but like football, if you're not a top eight to t- 10 team, give me the number one pick. Like, you know, I obviously like the giants have a lot of guys that are young and are going to be part of this defense and team for the next, you know, three to four years. And I'm comfortable with that. I like a lot of our core and they're not going anywhere, no matter what happens in this game, you know? So let's just keep our young core. We're getting Saquon back. We'll get everyone back. That's injured next year. And we're going to have a top 10 pick. And we'll and we'll have plenty of money in free agency. We'll have enough money in free agency to sign a couple really good impact starters. So that's what I want to go with. I don't want to go in when we could have had seven, six, seven. Sorry about that, folks. A little technical difficulties on the bleacher banter end, but we are back. Have no fear, and we are ready to give you our week seventeen NFL picks. Um, who wants to kick things off, boys? Well, I don't want to go first because, Tom, we're like tied. I can't have the same picks as you. All right, all right. I'll go first then. I'm kicking it off. I got Cowboys minus three. I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to give themselves at least a chance to make it into the playoffs. I think they're going to beat the Giants, um, do it by a field goal. I'm also going to take the Jets plus three against the Patriots. Uh, The Jets have won two in a row. Um, I think they're going to beat the Patriots. The Patriots look god-awful. Uh, I think that'll be an outright win for them. Also going to take the Bengals plus 13 against the Ravens. Um, it is a... All right, there we go. It is a um, divisional game. I think it's going to be close. The Bengals have uh, played really well the past two weeks. I think that they will... Uh, I think they'll keep it close at least and cover 13. And then I'm going to take for my final spread, I'm going to take the Bears plus six. Must-win game for the Bears. The Packers are very good, but the Packers have shown signs of weakness this season. The Packers don't need the win to get into the playoffs, so I think the Bears will at least keep it close and be in a position to win at the end of this one. Um, so I'm taking Bears plus six. And then for my total, I'm taking Falcons-Bucks over 50-and-a-half. Um, Bucks put up points. Uh, Falcons put up points. They did it this week. They kept it close with the Chiefs' uh, low-scoring game, but I think this one will hit 50.5. I think we'll see 51 at least in this. All right. All right, Tommy. All right, I'm actually interesting because I'm one game behind you in the standings. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take Jets plus three with you. Um, so, I think, so, yeah, that won't help or hurt me. Um, then I'm going to take the Ravens minus 13 and a half. I'm going to go against your pick so I can uh, possibly pick up, uh, pick up some games there, uh, pick up a game there. Um, I'm also going to take the, uh, the Colts minus 14 against the Jags. The Jags are going to lay down. Um, the Colts are going to need to blow them out. Um, I like I like the Colts there. Um, and for my fourth pick, I'm, I'm you know I'm going to take the Redskins minus four and a half. They need to win it. 
It's not a sexy pick. Alex Smith comes back, resurrects himself from the dead with the calf, and uh, I think he's going to lead them to a win with his leadership. No more poopy Haskins. Those are my four picks for my over-under. Choose wisely. Oh, I always do on the over-under. You got to go over <laughs> last week. What's the what do you what's the number you have for the Packers Bears? Fifty one and a half. I'll take over fifty one and a half. Love it, love it. All right, um, I'm gonna go my first spread. I'm gonna take the Ravens minus thirteen. Um, I just don't think the Bengals have really have much to play for. The Ravens do. Um, and they've been on a roll lately. Um, also going with Raiders, minus two and a half. Could be a little bit of a trap, but again, meaningful game versus meaningless game. Um, then similar thing, Seahawks, minus five and a half. I'm just not confident enough in anything San Francisco can do on offense. Um, and, you know, the Seahawks need this one, so I'll take, I'll take five and a half there. And then lastly, a little bit of a surprise, but I'm going to go with some pride in week 17 for the Jacksonville Jaguars to play a little, I'm not saying they're going to play spoiler and, and win, but plus 14, I'll take two touchdowns, you know, fuck it. Um, and then I'm also going to agree with Sully on the over under, I'm going to take Packers bears over 51 and a half as well. All because right. the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. Packers have Aaron Rodgers and the bears have somehow with Mitch Trubisky been playing well on offense. <laughs> but, you know, Mitch, Mitch, he's probably going to fuck me this week because, you know, he'll go back to being Mitch. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We all got a little bit on that game, so we'll see how that goes. I think uh, if, I think if you guys win, I will also win on the over 51 and a half. I think the Bears will cover six in that case, so I do like that pick. Um, but that is going to do it for this episode of the Bleacher Banter podcast. Uh, in the meantime, go rate and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on socials at Bleacher Fan, at Bleacher Banter. Uh, check out the new Bleacher Bets podcast and go to the store at BleacherFan.com. Got a ton of great merch in there. Go check that out. Get something for someone you love, you know. Just get them a nice Bleacher Fan merch. I'm wearing my hoodie right now. I wear it all the time. I've got a couple of them. Super comfortable. Go get those. And we will be back next week to recap Week 17 and head into the NFL playoffs.